It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome again to the Love of the Star podcast, uh, hosted by myself, Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys Insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, the radio flagship home of your Dallas Cowboys, and Brian Broaddus, former Super Bowl winning NFL scout. Uh, now he is co-host of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday. Uh, Brian, how you doing out there? You uh, you excited for some some more preseason football? You know what? I'm always excited for practices. And these joint practices, I think, have been really uh, very interesting. Um, thanks again to all the guys and gals that are, you know, tweeting out uh, practice reps, plays, observations. I, I, I'd give anything to be there being with them, and I know you would as well. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, it, it seems like that they're getting really, really good work with the Chargers. And this is probably what we're going to see from now on, Bobby, going forward. You know, Mike McCarthy never did this in Green Bay. Yeah. Never took the opportunity to go work against, you know, somebody, uh, you know, down the, you know, maybe as you're playing that preseason game, maybe you're going to go work against, you know, maybe somebody for a couple of days or so. But this is this is the new way of getting your veteran players work without exposing them to too, too much harm. You know, Dak Prescott's not going to get rocked in uh, this uh, – this type of a setting and your back's probably not going to get hit uh, too much, but you get really good work and, and uh, it allows you then on Saturday nights or Friday nights, whenever you're playing your game uh, to go ahead and then, and then figure out how to get guys that you're trying to really evaluate, get them that, uh, that work that they need. So they get these two practices in on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, We will have the game, Tomorrow, uh, I'll actually be on the uh, Dallas Cowboys Radio Network pregame show with you and Ari Temkin. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be previewing this a little bit more in depth. Uh, but let's just take a look at some of the big notes coming out of these two practices. First off, I think the biggest thing that you wonder about when you come out of these practices is just health. Uh, so let's take a look at some of those things. First off, J-Ron Curse, uh, still not practicing, still not out there. He, I know you mentioned the other day about his back. We'll, we'll talk about J-Ron Curse actually next segment a little bit. Um, but J-Ron Curse not out there practicing right now. Jordan Lewis left practice. He had a hamstring injury. Uh, there was an, an, an MRI conducted on Thursday. The word from Mike McCarthy and, and everybody that you talk to around the team right now, it sounds like Jordan Lewis is done for training camp um, and that it's going to be their target will be week one against the Buccaneers, which is unfortunate. Lewis, I think, had had a pretty good camp so far. Um, and, I mean, he, he's not really in a starting competition um, but has had a good camp, and uh, I, I think they definitely will want him back for week one there. Uh, you've got CeeDee Lamb, who it's generous to call it a foot injury. Apparently he, he cut it somehow. He cut his foot, needed stitches, uh, will be back next week, according to Mike McCarthy. Uh, and we don't know how he cut his foot. He, he told Clarence Hill uh, doing clown stuff, apparently, whatever that means. That That's not always the best thing you want to hear from, from your receiver, I don't think. Um, but a couple of good news, or uh, Noah Brown, the receiver, he was out with a tight uh, with a toe injury on Thursday. Uh, good news in terms of returning to practice. 
We see Anthony Barr, who's not an injury. He was just a ramp-up, but Anthony Barr was out there at practice finally on Wednesday. Uh, Will Greer returned to practice after the groin injury, and we got Tyron Smith back at practice uh, coming back from that ankle. Uh, had a little bit of some struggles uh, in, in this first practice against Khalil Mack. Uh, the whole the whole offense seemed to the whole offensive line seemed to struggle in pass protection in that first practice. Dak Prescott went perfect, uh, eight for eight in the seven on seven period. As soon as you put the rushers in there and the offensive line needed to block, Dak goes eight of fifteen and throws two interceptions, including one that yeah. bounces off Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, but Brian, your, some of your takeaways from what you've seen on uh, which which in this era we're we're very lucky that NFL Network and some other people. Give us the types of looks that allow us to t- have some takeaways from practice. But uh, some of your thoughts uh, from these two days that the offense or, or that the Cowboys were practicing against the Chargers. Kind of felt like the Dak on Thursday threw the ball a little bit better. The reports seemed to be that he was finding guys. Yeah, I think there was still some of the issues that you were talking about, Bobby, with some of the pass protection. Yeah, but some of the throws that Dak was making. Uh, one of the, the they had a, a two minute drill with like six seconds left, and Dak was able to complete uh, complete a pass to win. They yeah, had hail Mary to Dennis Houston. Yeah, they also completed what a fourth and ten with Dak that Schultz for a, a touchdown. So you know it, it appears that the the tight ends, the receivers are doing a good job of getting open, even though that they're really really down on skeleton crew. as far as the quality. So it's a little bit of a skeleton group, but it's a group that needs practice. It's a group that needs the reps. It's the group that, that's working with Dak right now. And that's – I think there's nothing wrong with that at all. Again, without being out there, you know, and seeing the pass protection, you know, there's people saying, you know, I know that Calvin Watkins was talking about the team looked a little bullied. They had a trouble running the ball. and But I didn't hear that from anybody else. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting kind of like, well, maybe that's one man's view. But he is out there watching practice. So, uh, you know, we'll probably get a little bit further report as we get to the weekend. I know, uh, like I say, last week against the Broncos, the Thursday practice, you know, was not great. And they and I felt like, though, as a, as a unit, they played better. Uh, offensive line, defensive line uh, in that game against the Broncos. So let's see if that holds over when the, against the Chargers. Uh, this uh, this Saturday night. Yeah, and you you mentioned what Calvin had said there about uh, some of the the toughness and some of those other things. We we do have it, like if you look over social media, you can see there is a, a moment where Austin Eckler and Terrell Basham kind of get into it a little bit. That's good. You like to see some of that edge. I think um, there was one of the Chargers players apparently took a, a punch in one video at Terrence Steele, and and yeah. nobody really did anything about that. Uh, I, I know Mike McCarthy has been an advocate That's for McCarthy. That's, yeah. That is. I mean, you're going to say, I know exactly what you're going to say, and I'll, and I'll let you finish because yeah. I, I know what's exactly you're going to say it with this. Well, and then Mike McCarthy has talked about, like, I don't want you breaking hands. I don't want you yeah, doing exactly. something silly in the name mm-hmm. of fighting. But at what point does it become you're, you're allowing this team to be a pushover? And this is a team that had, there was a lot of criticism against them about their toughness last year. And, and that they're starting to develop maybe this little sense of like, hey, people can literally punch you in the mouth and you're not going to do anything about it. Yeah, and you know, if, if the head coach is coming out and talking about it in the staff meeting and everything else about not being, uh, not retaliating for things like that, that's, you know, I have no problem with that. I mean, literally, I would not, you know, Terrence Steele, as much as I talk about him, you know, if he would go out and break his hand hitting, you know, a defensive lineman in the head with his fist and all of a sudden now he can't play or he has to wear a club and it affects him even more, 
during the you know during the games. Yeah. You know, I, I you know the toughness aspect of it is the running, the blocking, the tackling. Not afterwards, people pushing, people shoving, all those things. Uh, you know, if McCarthy and, and and we know he is, we know he's telling his team not to fight because he's fearful of somebody losing their cool and getting you know getting their hand broke. And that's not a lack of toughness. I think that's just trying to be smart with the situation. And if you want uh, some further good news, uh, didn't mention this earlier uh, when we were talking about injuries, and, and we'd be remiss if we didn't because it's just a small thing. It's it's part of the the recovery process. But Brian, some good news coming out of camp. Uh, we saw Calvin Watkins, David Helm, and a few other people tweet about it. Uh, Michael Gallup out there running some some soft dig routes and some slant routes, catching some passes from Dak Prescott. Yeah. That, that's go. continuing in that progression of of good news yeah. that you want to see for for him to return. Um, further good news, I think, from this practice and something that we I think we can take solace in from what we've seen against the Chargers, what we saw against the Broncos, and what we saw throughout training camp. This defensive line seems to genuinely give problems to opposing offensive lines. That, I think, is is really encouraging. And it's not just Micah Parsons getting around the edge or Demarcus Lawrence. It's these tackles are giving guys problems. Neville Gallimore, you know, Oso Digizua, uh, Tristan Hill has flashed at times. We've talked about that. Quentin Bohanna. Um, th- this defensive line seems to be real. Like, like it doesn't seem yeah. like, like like this is a fluky group or, or that we're just getting training camp air blown into them. This is a, a, a really, I think, solid group along that front four. It's not smoke and mirrors. I mean, no. that's the thing. And Quentin Bohanna is actually getting work with the first-team first, first team defensive line at yeah. the one technique. We had David Hellman uh, from uh, Fox Sports on, uh, on 105.3, the fan, uh, on – Wednesday, and he was talking about the fact that uh, that Bohanna. Every time he looks up, Quentin Bohanna is getting first team work. You watch Quentin Bohanna in the game against the Chargers. Excuse me, the Broncos, and he is doing really good things. Numbers are you know numbers are square along the line of scrimmage. He's not getting turned. He's not getting pushed. He's not getting walled off. You know he's getting up the field. He's making tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Those are the kinds of things you saw him when he was playing for Kentucky. You saw him get up the field and be a hard guy to block, especially one on one when he's on the move. And he looks a lot. He looks, you know, lighter on his feet, and he's making those good plays with quickness. I, and I, again, I'm just singling him out, but there's some others that have done a really nice job of, of of having good training camp practices here so far. Yeah, and we we talked again about uh, you know that that's a a good sign we've seen consistently training camp Broncos Chargers okay we're seeing that the defensive line is is penetrating and making plays that's exciting on the flip side of that we are now seeing on occasion oh there's some problems against the Chargers in pass protection in these practices well they were yeah. having trouble protecting against the Broncos we've seen yeah. them have trouble protecting for Dak against uh, you, you know in in training Your own camp team. Here. yeah yeah and so. On the flip side of that, should we be as concerned about uh, the offensive line? And we've got a question in the Twitter mailbag later that we'll touch on on this. But should we be as concerned about the offensive line uh, as we are uh, happy or, or comfortable with what we're seeing from the defensive line? I think as I as I as I look at this, I feel like the left guard's going to be fine. I yep. just feel like he's going to be fine. Uh, I know there was some one-on-one reps in that I saw of him during the practice. Looked good. Where three straight times he was powerful. He sat down on his guy. He didn't get moved. 
there was a time where a defender tried to take him wide to his left. He just kept the defender. He pushed, got the defender out of the way. I, I'm going to be blue in the face on that right tackle, though. That yeah. that's the that's the one that scares me the most right now, because I just don't think he's strong enough. I just don't. I think he's athletic enough. I just don't think he's strong enough. I think everybody on that line, you know, maybe Biotish, you know, is not the strongest center, but he's really a good athlete. I, I just kind of feel like the other three guys are really strong. The Smiths are strong. Martin is strong. Uh, you know, and Biotish has got some strength, but not overly strong. The right tackle is not strong. And so that very well could be a, a big, big issue as we go forward. When we look at a guy like Tyler Smith, and not to make this such a 10,000-foot view uh, discussion away from the particulars of this practice, but when we look at a guy like Tyler Smith and how good we feel about him and his progression, if Tyler Smith is able to hit the way we we're expecting that he does, after there were a lot of questions from a lot of people about, man, this, this seems like a reach, it seems like you guys missed on this one, and that comes on the heels of a year when they drafted Micah Parsons, and a lot of people had had, had questions about that move. Um, if the Cowboys are able to hit on Micah Parsons and, and Tyler Smith, should that just be a case of, look, these last few drafts where we haven't had a Rod Marinelli or, or a Jason Garrett pounding the table for some guy and we've just let the scouts draft, I mean, is that a testament to these scouts here in Dallas? We, we can trust that this team's in good hands as they try to build up around Dak Prescott knowing that, look, even when you have doubts about a Parsons or a Smith from the outside, this staff is going to get it right. Yeah, I think there's – there's uh... The one thing that, I, that Mike McCarthy didn't have to do in Green Bay was personnel stuff. That was pretty much the scouting department, Ted Thompson, what they were able to do. I think Mike is uh, asked to help. I know Dan Quinn's asked to help. I think the scouts here trust their opinions, especially Dan Quinn's. So if they're hitting on these guys, I, 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 guess I keep saying Tyler Smith, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, I really – I just – I just there's too there's too much to his game that I think he's going to be fine. Now you know we'll see uh, you know with the others I I I think they've got some guys here you know the guys that drafted last year we mentioned you know Quentin Bohanna you know let's see what you know with Bland and guys like that in this current class it looks like they've got some guys that legitimately play the one you know we mentioned Tolbert we've talked about him a little bit you know throughout our podcast. That you know, are we a little nervous by him and some of the things? I think he'll come around, but it's it's about getting past that nervousness that he has right now because he doesn't look like the same type of tough player. And you know, as far as what we saw there at South Alabama, but I trust what Will McClay and these scouts have done. I, I really, really, and I think the coaches should as well. One more quick question for you here before we move on. Uh, you referencing Bland there? We talked about earlier Jordan Lewis hamstring issue they're hoping he'll be ready for week one if he is not uh, when you've got Diggs and Brown out there who's your th- who do you feel like should be the third corner starting that day well I feel like though it, it to me if it's if it has to be that, that Lewis is out yeah right now it's bland I agree. and that's because I don't really write I think practice as well I didn't have a lot of confidence in what I saw the other day in that game Bland, I think he sees the field. I think he's aggressive. I think he tackles well. I think Wright tackles well, but I really like what Bland does. I think you can keep Bland on the outside and kick Anthony Brown inside, and you'll be just fine at nickel. Or if you want to kick, if you want to go ahead and kick, uh, if you want to kick, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
Brownlee Brown outside and, and kick Bland inside. I don't know if you want to put that much pressure on him to have to deal with that out of the slot. But, man, the guy looks comfortable. He looks ready. He looks you know, smart. Yeah. You know, he sees the field. I, I was super impressed with him the other day. Yeah. To be honest with you, all you guys were telling me, man, this guy's a good football player. This guy's a good football player. And I just didn't see it initially in camp. And it, after that game, I'm like, okay, I get it. I get what these guys are talking about. Um, the Cowboys, you mentioned in there the the question about who might you know, like slide Anthony Brown. In. I do know that the Cowboys believe Bland can do that if they need to. Bland can play yeah. inside. Bland can play the boundary. And he can even do yeah. some safety stuff if they need uh, all right, uh, you're listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Star, of course, is an Odyssey podcast. You can listen to it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.